Hey, Rue, what's up with all these, like, red hats that the kobolds are wearing? You know, I'm not quite sure. Jeremy said something about holidays? Oh, I see. Oh, this is going to be extremely confusing. This is going to come out several weeks after the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no one will notice. <laughs> We're keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard pitter-patter on the roof last night. Rue, were you exploring again? No. Did the children get out? No, I was making sure they were asleep and maybe drinking a bit. You sound like you used some sleep yourself. Yes, I am very tired. I didn't sleep when I should have. And then I woke up like four hours after I went to sleep because the kobolds were causing a ruckus. Something about gifts to unwrap. Gifts or gifs? <laughs> gifts. Ah, okay. Also, send us those kobold gifts. Indeed, to delegationsofdreamers at gmail.com. <laughs> I have no clue what you all are talking about. Speaking of not having a clue, who is that person? I am so terribly sorry I got lost. Well, no trouble. Uh, mind joining us for a bit? You seem interesting. Of course. I must say this cave is much larger than I anticipated it to be. It is larger on the inside than it is the outside. Yes, and those winding, the winding tunnels also a bit confusing as well. I mean, we're trying to make sure that we can't get attacked, but you still managed to make your way through. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I love exploring. I love traveling, just looking, seeing things. It's just always been interesting to find places to be. Uh, let me get some refreshments real quick. Uh, Jeremy, could you bring some... Uh tea and uh, some of the cookies that you just made. Ooh, I love What do you mean they're all gone already? You ate all the cookies. Mm. Well, then get some of the pie I made. They made some mulled wine. Jeremy will be back shortly with the, some pie and tea. Ooh. Until then, can we have your name? Ah, uh, yes. My name is Leopold Scarlatti. It is such a pleasure to make your acquaintance. No, oh, likewise. I am Rue. I'm Ephraim. And I'm Ashura. It is so lovely to meet all of you. You as well, my friends. Please, have a seat. Thank you. So, are you truly exploring, or are you, in fact, lost? Can't it be both? If you're going to be lost, I mean, this is the realm to do it. Yes. Exploring has always been a thing I've loved to do. And may I ask, how long have you been in our realm? I don't rightly know. Long enough to get lost, I can tell you that much. Uh, probably a few times. Indeed. So do you remember where you're from before you came here? Yes, I am from Faerun, specifically a place called the Viridian Forest. Normally people don't end up here until they're forgotten. That generally ends up after they've passed away. Hmm. Mask, do you recall how you ended up here? Um, I remember getting lost in a blizzard... And then I just wound up in a forest here, and I've been looking around ever since. What were you doing in a forest? I... Lost again? Yes, lost again. But that's fine, because being lost just means you're close to somewhere interesting. I mean, it's not getting lost. It's called adventure. Exactly. But it doesn't hurt to admit if you actually are lost sometimes. At least that's how I've always looked at it. It's a good way to look at it. Indeed. Oh, here's Jeremy with the pie and tea. Ooh. Here you go. Thank you. And he brought some for each of you, too, as well. But wait, why did I not get any pie? What do you mean there's none left? 
Fine. You can have the one you gave me. I. No, no. You have it. I will make more later. You could have shared it with me, Beaver. It's all gone now. <laughs> yes, I was suspecting that. Rulo split mine with you. Ah, well, thank you. Hmm. This is quite lovely. Yes. Forgotten ingredients make for interesting uh, combinations. I'll say. So, what is there to do in Faerun? Um, it depends on where you're at. Like, the time I spent in a town called Waterdeep was delightful. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was this tavern that had just opened up called Spirits on Trollskull that was run by this very unique group that called themselves the BFGs. Oh. Yes, the tavern was called Spirits on Trollskull because, well, the area was called Trollskull Alley. For some reason, I didn't quite hear, at least if they explained it, I didn't hear it. But the bartender is allegedly a ghost. There was rumors that it's just an unseen servant, but... I believe it was actually a ghost. It had more sass on it than an a Unseen Servant does. More sass? Yes. But yes, my time in Waterdeep was delightful, and meeting the patrons at that tavern were also really nice. And then there's also Icewind Dale, which is the last place I remember being. I think I've heard of this Icewind Dale before. You have? There's a lot of fighting there, isn't there? From everything I've heard... Icewindale is one of those you-don't-go-there-without-a-reason sort of places, with how hard it was to get there. Have we had an interviewee from Icewindale before? I believe so. Oh. Does anyone recall the name? Because it is slipping my mind. Which one of them? We've had several. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to check my notes? Serenity Skulltree was from there. I checked my notes, and then I forgot I don't have notes from before. <laughs> uh. Name name of our bone champ is from Faerun. Huh. But I think he was only in Faerun for a short while before he went to Ravnica. Yep. Well, these notes are bringing back memories. So are you originally from Faerun, or did you travel there? Yes, I am a native of Faerun. The Viridian Forest is uh, one of the uh, many wooded areas of the Sword Coast, which is a uh, part of Faerun. And your hometown? Is that Faerun as well? Or? Yes, like, where I'm from is, is on Faerun, or as some would call it, the Prime Material Plane. At least for where I'm from it was. Can you tell us a bit about where you're from? Yes, the Viridian Forest is... A bit more southwest, no, southeastish. Sorry, it's been a bit since I've actually been there. So it's relatively uh, a simple place with a lot of treetop homes, mainly elf population, and several different noble houses. What were some of the noble houses? The two that I mainly dealt with were House Valentino and House Cardini. I was actually, before I retired, captain of the guard for House Valentino. I was the person in charge of the security, training the new recruits, and just overall security for that particular house and its all of its properties. In order to do that, you must have been well-equipped and well-prepared. Yes. What training do you have to go through in order to become part of that position? Part of it was a lot of physical work, a lot of mental work, as well as actually earning the trust of the family, because they're not going to just let anybody be in charge of their security. 
you have to prove yourself to them in order to even get a position outside of just a guard. Even then, there's a bunch of hoops to do, because again, they're not going to just trust anyone to protect them. And I'm assuming you left this position, or did you die on the job? After a certain period, I decided to retire, and I entrusted my daughter with my position when I did, before I decided to go traveling. So you have a daughter? Yes, I have a daughter. Her name is Aurora. She didn't take after the sword in the same way I did, but she is very good at what she has done. I did a very good job at preparing her for the position of captain. At least I like to think I did a good job. Do you think you could train our kobolds to stand guard without falling asleep? Yes. All it would take is a little bit of poking and prodding, but give me about two months and they won't even seem the same. I am very good at my job. That could actually be quite useful. Yeah, but we're probably going to have to pay him, and I don't think you want to do that. True. Don't worry. Depending upon my level of interest, my price is very reasonable. And training kobold just seems like fun. Well, it's like herding cats. I love a challenge. Have you been messing with my cats, Avram? Uh, they, they won't go into the pen I made for them. Why did you make them a pen? That's supposed to be your cage. <laughs> uh, lovely. So what made you decide to leave? You left your daughter in charge of the guard, but I'm assuming you yourself went off. Yes. After leaving her in charge, part of it was just a... I had grown tired of just living in the same place for so long. I think the term would be called wanderlust. Yeah. But yes, it was just something I was just like... I want to do something else. I want to go somewhere else. So I'm going to do that. After finding a proper replacement whom I trust to do the job that needs to be done. And where did you end up? The first place I ended up actually was Waterdeep, as I said earlier. I stayed there for a while, and then I uh, went on this job that was investigating some disappearances at like an abandoned mansion in the middle of the woods. Turned out it was a necromancer uh, collecting bones for his undead army. That was fun to deal with. Did you take this on, on your own? I initially went there by myself because I thought it would be fun. But whilst I was there, I ended up meeting someone who would become a very good traveling companion for me. A water ganasi named Nimue Delta Song. And did you two just meet on the road? Yes, we met whilst on the way to there. We just happened to travel in the same direction. We started up a bit of a conversation, just as travelers want to do. And we learned we were going to the same place to investigate the same location. So we just were like, hey, let's travel together there and see what's going on. A fellow explorer. Yes. Well, from what she told me, she was searching for her parents. Were they hiding from her? From what she was comfortable sharing with me, she said she was abandoned at a temple to Eldath, and after a while, she just decided she wanted to start looking for them to find out why, or to very at least see who they were. Do you know if she found out? I don't, unfortunately, which it does fill me with a, bit sad, a bit of sadness, just because I would have liked to know if she eventually found them or not. Was it just you and Nimue who were exploring? For a while, yes. It was just, it was her, me, and just occasionally we, we run into people, but no one would ever stay for a long time. Eventually, we went up north to Icewindale, where we actually met more traveling companions in the form of a dragonborn named Scoff and 
a shifter named Cinder. Shifter? Yes, I believe they're technically the offspring of lycanthropes. They inherited part of the abilities, but not everything. Interesting. Those seem to be a rare kind. Yes, from what he told me, he used to have an entire tribe of them, which I don't actually think I ever asked a number, but they were wiped out by a demigod that was trying to lay claim to Icewind Dale. So, then all four of you were lost. Oh, sorry, exploring. No, uh, Cinder and Scoff are both natives of Icewind Dale, so they knew exactly where they were going. We were heading to a town called Bryn Shandir, which was the largest town in the Dales. Where were you going there? I wanted to go to the Icewind Dale because I wanted to explore there. But Brinshander is the largest town and also the first one that you would actually go to if you're taking the marked trails. Oh, okay. And in regards to the Necromancer, how did that go? We managed to stop him. Fun story about that. Part of what his deal was, he was uh, using a guillotine to behead people to turn their uh, heads into flame skulls. Which, luckily, we managed to take care of those and him without any real complications outside of having to deal with a bunch of flame skulls. Flame skulls. Yes, uh, as the name implies, uh, skulls that are on fire and can fly. And here, I just thought they had bright ideas. Maybe they do. They didn't seem keen for conversation at the time. I think the kobolds did something similar to pumpkins a few months back. Ooh, that sounds fun. They tried to put candles in them, but ended up just burning the pumpkins. Hmm, must have not done it correctly then. Although they did make another type of pie with the innards. Ah, yes, that one's a very good one. A bit tart for my taste, but it's fine. I mean, if you have the whipped cream with it. What's whipped cream? Cream that's been whipped. Yeah, enslaved cream. In hindsight, the name seemed kind of obvious. I should have realized that, but it's not something that I've particularly have had, so I wasn't sure. Or maybe you whip the cows. Maybe you shake them. Maybe. Wait, why am I asking these questions? I know. Or maybe you could spin the cow really fast, and that would do it. I've been hanging out with from too long. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes, I've just been waiting for Aphrom to get his questions out of the way so that I ask about the uh, magic items that our friend seems to have carried over. Ah, yes, my Moonblade. This is something I was surprised to find in Icewind Dale. The Moonblade? Interesting. Yes, typically, these blades are reserved for elven nobility only, which is why I was so surprised to find one. Where did you find it? In Icewind Dale. Inside of a hag's nest, I believe is where it was at. Oh, what was the hag a noble? If she was, she certainly did not act ladylike. Hmm. She was very crass, rude, and wanted to stew up the rest of us. But for some odd reason, she could not hurt my companion Nimue, which was odd. Why weren't... had it to do with her being a genasi? No, from everything I was able to get from the context of what the hag was saying, some abilities that she had was a result of a pact that she made, and part of that pact included not harming Nimue, which confused all of us. What did they make the pact with? That is what I would like to know. It was something that at the time we did not know have any information for, other than the hag had magic that shouldn't have been possible, and she said that she wasn't allowed to harm Nimue. 
unfortunately, we ended up having to kill her, so we never got those answers. As for other magic items, the only other thing I have is, from what a wizard told me, is called a dragon mark, which grants me magic, well, more so than just being an elf does. I've heard of those, but I've never seen one with them, as far as I can remember. Yes, uh, the one I have allows me to cast a few fire spells. It's been quite useful, in all honesty. I mean, having a fire spell available in a place where cold is prevalent. Oh, so that's how your species make fire. I've always wondered. No. Uh, which species? What are you, some elf? Yes, I believe the technical term would be a high elf. Oh, every day or just uh, some yeah. days? I don't actually know the, the nomenclature, but... I believe for High Elves, there are two different variants, Sun Elf and Moon Elf. I, in particular, am a Sun Elf. Mm, okay. Uh, from my understanding, it's just something with uh, the way our uh, biology is. I don't quite rightly know personally. And what are you high on? I'm high on life, my friend. Oh, seems like quite a cheap drug. Each day is the start of a new adventure, so why wouldn't I be excited for that? That's the spirit. I always get excited when I wake up, thinking about when I can go back to bed. And that is your prerogative. Mine is, I wonder what I'm going to do today, and what I'm going to encounter. And whether or not will it be hostile. In regards to your Moonblade, do you have any favorite moments with it? Nothing in particular. I haven't had it for very long. Like, maybe a couple days. But you've been dead for how long? I don't know. Long enough to come here, if what you've told me is accurate. Oh, see, time is relative, so... That too. Especially from what I've heard, uh, interplanar travel, time can be very wibbly-wobbly. And timey-wimey. Yeah, I think wibbly-wobbly is the scientific term. I mean, it makes the most sense to me. But yeah, no, I haven't had it for very long. You have a favorite weapon. This Moonblade, because Moonblades are very fickle about who they allow to wield them. From my understanding is they're not sapient, but they do have an intelligence behind them. And the fact that it deemed me worthy to use, I feel honored by that alone. Maybe it was just missing an elf. You know what, that's also quite possible, but at the same time, it's still something that not everyone is even allowed to do that. Huh. Do you remember how you passed away? I remember I was fighting the maiden, and she was using some sort of ice spell that was freezing me. The last thing I remember was her form shattering before my vision eventually whited out. Mm. I also remember clutching onto my locket, but that's about it. Who was this maiden? Ariel the Frost Maiden. Uh, she is a demigod, or at least a, a minor deity, in uh, the pantheon for my world, who is about snow, ice, and is, by all accounts, evil and a bitch. Was she the one who claimed all of Icewind Dale? Yes, she decided that Icewind Dale was the perfect home for her, so she wanted it for herself, and demanded the ten towns there give her sacrifices of life, warmth, or others. The only ones I knew of were, you sacrificed warmth, so no fire at all, or you sacrifice a life by, well, killing somebody in her name. I see. Rather barbaric. Yes, live sacrifices is never the right way to do things. If it was animals, I could slightly understand a bit more, but sacrificing humanoid lives is never the way to do things, in my personal opinion. Hmm. Humans are animals to some creatures. 
You know, I didn't think about it like that, but it's still not right. Hmm. So you mentioned that you had a daughter. Do you have any other family members? Yes, I have. I had my son Antonio, but unfortunately, he passed away. Oh. Yes, he was the result of my first marriage with a human woman, who will always remain one of my most treasured people, uh, Elizabeth. Unfortunately, they both passed of old age. I was very young at the time and wasn't at the point where I fully grasped the idea that humans and elves had very much different lifespan. Oh, yeah, I remember. Humans don't live very long. They live for like a couple of days. It can feel like that sometimes, but at the time I did not understand that and the pain that that would come with. I also, and this is something that I'm actually quite happy about, I also have a grandson. Oh, well, congratulations. Antonio had a wife. Her and I didn't really get along, so I did my best to keep my distance. He had a son that he named Arturo, and he's out there somewhere doing... I just hope it's something good. Maybe he's also being lost somewhere. As long as what caused him to be lost isn't doing the wrong thing, then that's all that really matters. As long as he's helping people and doing the right thing, then I can be proud of him. That's the spirit. Yes. Completely different subject. Do you have a favorite moment yourself? A moment of your life, a moment of your time. Well, one moment that I have is when I helped recapture a criminal who has escaped while we were in Icewindale. What were they a criminal for? Well, originally we thought they were just smuggling drugs through Icewindale to one of the tin towns. So we stopped them while also trying to uh, ask some questions. But then they managed to escape because it turned out they were also a priest, or at least a zealot, of the uh, Frost Maiden. And at the time, I had woken up from my trance and decided to kind of just walk around the town. I heard a commotion and saw him running away. So I, having been a guard myself, understood what this was about and decided to help. I managed to chase him down, and after he embarrassingly fell off two different roofs, I managed to subdue him until some of the other guards were able to come and claim him. I regret not killing him then because at his public execution... The maiden made an appearance and killed an entire crowd of people and mortally wounded the town's speaker, or basically the person in charge, to the point where she lost a good chunk of her body to extreme weather. Extreme weather? The maiden uses ice magic, and she basically had extreme frostbite. Oh my. She was lucky to be alive with the amount of damage that had been done. Out of your entire life, do you have any regrets? Um, the fact that I wasn't able to do more. I wasn't able to help more people. What about for the people you did help? For the people I did help, every little moment, just the simple things made me the most happy. Helping an older woman with her groceries, or helping someone replace the cart wheel. The small things are the ones that matter truly to people. Those types of moments were always my favorites. I believe that's all the time we have for the day. And if you would like a tour around the realm, I'd be happy to give you one. I would love that. I would love to be able to see all the different uh, key places to see. Could we have him train our kobolds? Probably after we give him a look around. And I would be more than happy to train them for you. Alright, until then, have a good awakening. But it's not awakening, he's already he's here. What, what are you talking about? I guess you just have to listen to the episode. You son of a <laughs> you bitch. lazy bastard.
We get along really good. <laughs> yes, yes, let's go with that terminology. <laughs> Besties. <laughs>